a QuackCast. This is the 198th QuackCast, a review of supplements, complementary, and alternative medicines, aka scams. Go to edgydoc.com to find links to my growing multimedia empire of blogs, books, apps, and podcasts. And of course, the references for this particular QuackCast can be found at Science Based Medicine. And no, this is not going to be an episode of Lifestyles of the Rich and Alternative Medicine Provider. Medicine can be aggravatingly slow to change, and it can take years for a new diagnostic or therapeutic intervention to percolate through the medical community. It can take equally long for old practices to fade. I have tried to follow the dictum of be neither the first to try nor the last to abandon a therapy. But nothing in the real world rivals that of the pseudo-medical world, who follow the dictum, be the first to try and the last to abandon a therapy. New, often preliminary findings are spun into grand diagnostic and treatment plans, especially in the world of naturopathy, where there is a fondness for innumerable one cause of all disease. And actually, the old is never abandoned although there is a weird propensity for various pseudomedicines to combine to produce new mutant strains of pseudomedicine. But leeches? Who knew that leeches were still a thing? No, seriously, leeches. Now, leeches do have legitimate medical uses, primarily to aid in reattachment of digits, i.e. fingers, and other surgeries where there is vascular congestion. Surgeons can attach the arterial flow much better than the venous, and this leads to accumulation of blood due to lack of good venous return. A leech sucks up the accumulating blood, and their spit contains an anticoagulant, heridin, as well as other biologically active products. Much easier to apply, for example, than thousands of mosquitoes. I know of leeches in my world of infectious diseases because of the risk with Aramonas. I remember opening the refrigerator on the trauma unit years ago and found a bag of leeches. Gave me the willies. Flashing back to African Queen, second only to Gone with the Wind is the most disturbing and traumatic movie of my childhood. Seeing Charlie all covered with those leeches. But the old school uses from the time of Theodoric of York, and that's a Steve Martin slash Saturday Night Live reference for you youngsters, as well as new therapeutic mutations of leech therapy persist. I came across the article in my feeds, Comparison of Effectiveness of Medicinal Leech Intense Therapy in the Treatment of Primary Osteoarthritis of the Knee, a randomized controlled trial. And I did a double take. I have seen leeches used in my hospital after finger reattachment, but osteoarthritis? I would have thought that would have been so middle ages. But, as I say, no pseudomedicine ever dies. Now, TENS is transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation, a form of analgesia that is not all that analgesic. There are many forms of TENS, including high-frequency transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation, low-frequency transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation, neuromuscular electrical stimulation, interferential current, pulsed electrical stimulation, and non-invasive interactive neurostimulation. That many varieties makes it very suspect, and it reminds me of the multitudinous forms of acupunctures. 
One meta-analysis suggests, quote, although the recommendation level for other ES therapies is uncertain or not appropriate for pain relief. And my go-to analyses of pain modalities, Paul Ingram's PainScience.com, looked at all the meta-analyses and found that 10's, quote, doesn't look great. Five disappointingly non-positive, two spankings for back pain and osteoarthritis. Note, it doesn't work for osteoarthritis. And just one clearly positive review out of seven, which is also one of the oldest and perhaps the least picky, end quote. And he concludes, quote, my official position for now is that it probably works well enough for some patients to be worth trying if you're desperate, but keep your expectations low. There are solid reasons to doubt that TENS can work well. So not a ringing endorsement for TENS, but a good comparator for another pseudomedicine. I suspect that there is a general inaccurate belief in the medical world that TENS, like acupuncture, is effective for pain. Relieving pain, not causing pain. So if the pseudomedicine is equal to TENS, then it must be effective. A tale of two placebos. The problem, of course, is that they are comparing two interventions, one of which probably doesn't work, with no placebo, and that will always show benefit, especially when you are comparing two placebos. And they have the same problem here. Quote, leech therapy relieves symptoms in patients with osteoarthritis of the knee and is as effective as TENS therapy in the management of osteoarthritis of the knee. But with no placebo, you can't really make any judgment except to judge that this is a crappy study. But would you even expect leech therapy to work? By the way, it's also known as therapy. Leech saliva does have analgesic effects. After all, Charlie didn't know he was covered with leeches until he got out of the water. I would be skeptical that a topical application of leech spit could have efficacy in a deep joint. As one study noted, quote, there is no definitive explanation for the pain-reducing effect of leech therapy, suggesting that there isn't any. There is actually a randomized study that used an artificial leech. Patients had one leech treatment, two treatments separated by four weeks, or an artificial leech. All three wings had improvement, and not unexpectedly, those who had two interventions had a better response. The more theatrical the placebo, the better the patient thinks it works. As is always the case with pseudomedical studies, they cannot wrap their heads around the idea that when an intervention is no better than placebo, it doesn't work. Quote, leech therapy can reduce symptoms caused by osteoarthritis. Repeated use of the leeches appears to improve long-term results. We have not determined whether the positive outcome of leech therapy is caused by active substances released during the leeching, the placebo effect, hint, hint, or the high expectations placed on this unusual treatment form? I think I know the answer, which is staring them in the face, but they can't see it. And if acupuncture is a theatrical placebo, leeches would be the Royal Shakespearean Theater of Placebo. So no surprise that leeches were beneficial in chronic tennis elbow pain in yet another study with no blinding and no placebo. Although given the complex constituents of leech spit, I am not totally skeptical of their use in pain. And there is the curious report of a positive bone scan after leech therapy that suggests deeper tissue response to leech spit is not necessarily out of the question. Although I have seen a variety of positive bone scans obtained during superficial inflammation 
and the bone scan is positive. It's safe to say that leeches for pain is not a robust literature. But there is a growing literature, as I'm sure some proponent will note. It's just a growing literature of garbage. Leeches for pain? Okay, maybe. Given the nature of leech spit, it might have been worth a look-see. But use leeches for non-muscular skeletal conditions? No, really, leeches? This is from 2015, this century, just two years ago. A review of PubMed suggests that leech therapy is based on balancing body humors. Yes, body humors of blood and bile and black bile and phlegm and can be used for, quote, scabies, psoriasis, eczematous dermatitis, chronic ulcers, ringworms, reddish freckles and favus, asthma, acute rhinopharyngitis and spasmodic coryza, hypertension, migraine, phlebitis, varicose veins, arthritis or arthritis, hemorrhoids, I'm sorry, hemorrhoids and ovarian cysts. Yeah, because leeches are good for the local evacuation of morbid humors to improve illness. But given the growing literature on meridians and key, I suppose I shouldn't be surprised by finding an article that talks about the body humors of blood bile, black bile, and phlegm, such as the direction of some parts of medicine. Is there any support in the medical literature for the use of leeches? I mean, besides the occasional researcher with the last name of leech, for the most part, no. And by the way, there sure are a lot of researchers named Leech. There was a, by methodologies, useless, quote, open-labeled clinical trial study without control group that was conducted with 27 patients and suggested Leech's decreased symptoms of eczema, although with such a design, no real conclusions can be drawn. You know, the plural of anecdote and all that. They do know one contraindication to leech therapy is, quote, patient refusal to undergo leech therapy. How nice of them. And it turns that leeches are more like us, or at least more like me, than I had supposed. Quote, keeping leeches in a saucer of fresh beer for some time makes them active. So would that be an IPA or a Pabst Brew Ribbon now that the leech brewery is closed? Leech therapy is not without complications, besides local infections from Aramonas. There is one case of pyoderma gangrenosum, a disease every bit as awful as its name would suggest. Prior exposure to leech spit can lead to allergic reactions, and care must be taken to prevent migrating leeches. Ew. Migrating leeches. The case of the disappearing leech is not a Sherlock Holmes adventure. I want to read. Migration is a problem that can be solved with a leech condo, although I think it would be better to build a wall and make the leeches pay for it. And to avoid these complications, some have even developed an electronic leech, probably to treat cyborgs. This world is just too weird. And in my searches, I came across complications of natural acquisition of wild leeches that makes the African queen seem tame. Ocular leech infections and recurrent, yes, recurrent penile self-amputation. There are some things I just do not want to know. Not surprisingly, the use of leeches for a broad range of disease 
has become the purview of some naturopaths. There are hints on the pub meds where leeches are used for vertigo, tinnitus, ringing in the ears, and arthrosis. Plug leech and naturopathy into the Googles and you will find leech naturopathy based on total flow medicine. At Healthy Life Naturopathy, leeches are recommended for a wide variety of diseases, including infringement of blood pressure, whatever that is. Leech therapy is available at a number of other naturopathic clinics, although much to my surprise, none in Oregon, ND or otherwise. Given the propensity of NDs to offer unique services to set them apart from the competition, it surprised me that none of them have latched onto this ancient and natural therapy perhaps because it represents a metaphor that hits too close to home. And that ends the 198th QuackCast. Don't forget to go support the Society for Science-Based Medicine at sfsbm.org and, of course, my growing multimedia empire at edgydoc.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.